welcome to this week's episode of Content Creation Made Easy. This is episode 161, and I'm Jen Liddy, your host, and I wanted to talk today about a problem that I'm hearing a lot of my clients deal with. They complain about this problem, and I recently experienced it for about six weeks, four to six weeks, and I really wanted to talk about it. It's the problem of having everything swirling around your head, having too many ideas. So I I will say I have been struggling with too many ideas, and it might feel weird to use the word struggle with too many ideas because isn't wouldn't the struggle be to not have any ideas? And I want to talk about how both of these things are a struggle and what I have found actually works for me. So here's the story. I want to bring about a million things to life this spring. I spent 2021 feeling mostly exhausted, not creative, kind of like doing the minimum that I could. And then once uh, January of 2022 hit, I felt myself come back to life and I felt my energy come back. And of course, I had all of these ideas that accompanied that energy. And I felt the energy to actually put the ideas into place. And this all seems like really good news, right? All of these ideas had been percolating in my head all winter at the same time. They were kind of like swarming and creating a cluster instead of creating clarity. And my really creative clients talk to me about this problem all the time. And they struggle with having too many ideas and not being able to bring any of them to life. And it it made me feel like I had all of these ideas, but I'd actually bring zero ideas to life this spring because I couldn't get them on a, I couldn't get them out of my head and into the world. I was just anchored by having too many ideas, which is just as bad as having no ideas because either way, I'm not being productive. I'm not moving forward in a purpose. I'm not achieving my goals, right? So I'm wondering if this has ever happened to you. Now, a go-to strategy that often works for me is to start with the end in mind of whatever it is you want. I teach this to my clients all the time. Basically, I want you to consider what you're promoting next month or the month after that. And then we decide, okay, based on that, what you want your content to do for you, then we can create, right? Like we have to know what the purpose we're creating for is. What do we want our content to do for us? So I always start with the end in mind for anything. Once I have the reason I'm doing something, then I can usually create a plan. This works for content really beautifully. So whatever it is I'm working on, I say, what do I want to accomplish first? And then how do I want it to look? And then the plan comes together. Basically, if I don't know why I'm creating content, I'm not just going to create it for the sake of creating it. So I want to just stop there and say to you, if that has been a struggle of yours. You just feel like you're getting up every day and churning out content for the sake of it. Stop and decide why you're actually creating the content. Start with the end in mind. Do you have something you're trying to sell or something you're trying to give away or somebody you're trying to connect with or an audience you're trying to grow? Just pick one thing. And the problem is when we want our content to do too much for us, because whether you're focusing on building an audience, nurturing an audience, engaging that audience, or converting them to customers. We can't do all of it at the same time. And my brain wanted to do it at the same time. And my guess is if you listen to this podcast, you've experienced that too, because you're probably a highly creative person. So I was walking around feeling both energized by my ideas and all of the directions I could go and also exhausted because I couldn't get it down on paper. It was like, buzzing. I was like full. It was almost like being pregnant with an idea that I can't nail down. And then I had this great idea. Let me take myself to Florida. get out of the misery of five degree Syracuse weather where we've been bombarded with snow and I've slipped on the ice twice already this year. 
I told myself like, you'll sit at the beach, you'll listen to the ocean, you'll watch the ocean, you'll enjoy the sun. And all the ideas will simply flow because now you're relaxing, Jen. And I'm going to actually put air quotes around relaxing because when you're that like full up with an idea, it's really hard for relaxing to happen because you want to get it out into the world. I also somehow expected that simply by sitting by the ocean on my ass with uh, my computer in my lap, that I would get immediate clarity and relief. And the the universe, I, I just keep thinking the universe must have had a gigantic laugh at my plan because that is literally the opposite of what happened. I did sit outside. I did listen to the waves. I marveled at the, the many personalities that the ocean has throughout a day. But basically, I expected so much of myself. It was like, damn it, I'm relaxing. Let the ideas flow out of me. And I'm pretty sure that based on your experiences, I don't have to explain the rage and resentment I had at myself because it wasn't happening. And I would say that I felt pretty self-disappointed. I was just like irritated with my brain. And every day in Florida was a battle to sit with my laptop or just go freaking enjoy myself to push through or do what felt like giving up. That's what it felt like, right? So I compromised and I did like half and half. Well, it's really not even half and half. I'd spend like three quarters of the day working and writing or trying to write. And I'm going to, again, put air quotes around working because nothing was really getting done. And the other quarter of the day going for a walk or a bike ride or sleeping or eating. And I was calling it fun. And I was really bullshitting myself because my ideas were just too unclear to gel or, and there were too many of them to sort through. I still sat there in front of the ocean, insisting my brain that I was having fun and relaxing. Um, And nothing made sense. No matter what I did, if I tried to go pen to paper, if I tried to do a word doc, if I tried to do Google, nothing worked. So finally, on the last day, I silently screamed like, F this. And I put my computer away and I read all day long and I learned how to do Wordle. And I rode my old lady touring bike through Vero Beach, Florida, and I was fantasizing about living in a beach town the whole time. And then the next day when it was time to leave, I actually decided to not do any work. And normally, like, I'll get a lot of work done on my travel days. But instead of like, I listened to podcasts, I did some more wordling, I read, I watched The West Wing, which I had never seen before. So this, I get home, I go to sleep, I wake up Wednesday morning back in Syracuse, and my frustration is gone. It's like I sat at my computer that morning and everything I had been trying to do had just like come together. The programs that I want to share, the collaborations I want to create, uh, the free training that I'm lining up for my audience, the content needed to make it all work, like boom, it just all got really clear. And it, I describe this as it's like, I need to have a breakdown before I can have a breakthrough. Now, this is not the first time that this has happened to me. I've experienced this many, many times. In fact, I've even said it to my husband sometimes when he's like, what's going on with you? You're being such a pain or you're so crabby or whatever. And I'll I'll say to him, like, I know something's coming through. I just have to wait for it to be born. And he's like, oh, I get that. Okay. But every single time I deal with this, I forget. I forget the irritation and panic for me that I feel means I'm about to give birth to a new thing, a program, an idea, a workshop, an offer, something. Whatever it is, it's always preceded by a lot of discomfort. And it feels like it should just be fun, right? Because you're making your idea a reality, but it really can be uncomfortable for you. 
And I actually, like I'm using the word pregnant and I'm thinking like when I was pregnant with my son, that was really freaking uncomfortable. Right. And I had to wait nine months for his face to show up. So I guess like four weeks is that bad of a gestational period. And I want to just say to you, the thing that I keep learning is that I have to learn to trust myself because eventually the thing that I want to create becomes a reality. It doesn't ever happen on the timeline that I want it to. And I always have to disattach and just give it space. And I'm wondering, do you ever panic about all the things you want to bring to life? The programs and the products that have been percolating in your head, you know, that website or your about me page that needs to be updated, um, that new lead magnet and the welcome series that you want to bring into the world that's like necessary for you to do some lead generation, or that course that's been living in your head for way too long. These are the things that feel beyond the scope of everyday life. They're the big projects, right? And these are all the little things that, and they're they're the big things and the little things too, right? Like the pitches to be on other people's podcasts and the requests for reviews. And I mean, when we consider the actual time that we're taking every single day just to run our businesses, when we have a big idea, it's really vital that we just get it out there immediately. But that's just not the way it works. So I wanted to say to you, if you are struggling with a lot of ideas, I want you to trust yourself. It can happen. It will happen. It usually has happened, right? But we don't get to kind of direct the timeline. And it's almost like we have to surrender to actually get it to come to life. And so trusting ourselves that it will happen is incredibly frustrating for me. Like I get a little ragey and I don't know what you get. Maybe you get like more sad or you get more judgy about yourself, but I get ragey because I'm like, let's make this happen. So the first thing I want to tell you is kind of trust your is to absolutely trust yourself and be gentle with yourself and understand that it will come when it's ready to come out. And until then, how can you disattach from the outcome that you're looking for or the exact how to? Uh, because I have lots of systems in place, right? But sometimes it's just that I need the time to percolate it all together. If you are needing support with bringing something to life and you know that you need somebody else's eyes on it, you need a little bit of training, you want a container to be held accountable in and you need some coaching. That's why I created the Content Creators Mastermind. And I have three spots available. It's a four-person group coaching program. And it's a three-month container where we get something done. Like You're not going to believe what you can move the needle on when you have a group and a coach supporting you. So I'm filling those now. We don't start until May, but I am taking people in right now on on calls to see if it's a good fit. You can go to jenliddy.com. The link is right there for you to find out about the program. You'll find out about the mastermind. Um, But I know that there's some program, some idea, some course, something that you want to bring to life and it feels like you're really full with it. And how much relief would you feel when it's done? I know that the relief I felt after getting all of this out of my head was like, oh, I'm so, just, I just feel more like me again. But be patient for yourself when you're with yourself when you're full of ideas. Trust that they will reveal themselves when it's time, and also that pushing through never works. I guess unless you're actually giving birth to an actual baby, because in my experience that did require actual pushing. So thank you again for listening to Content Creation Made Easy. I appreciate you showing up. If you could share this with somebody who you know needs content support, I would be so grateful. And if you could leave a review, I would be really appreciative of that. I'll see you next week 
when we are talking about short form content. See you soon. Bye. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.